0: This is Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creative, and lifelong learner. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, simple mindfulness tools available to everyone to empower greater control of life's experiences and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's episode, What is non-toxic positivity and why does it matter? There's a pretty good chance that the word positivity might set your teeth on edge. And that's probably because you've been exposed to all the toxic positivity out there. But what is toxic positivity? Toxic positivity gets attached to the idea of the power of positive thinking and that if all you do is think positively, focus only on the positive and nothing but the positive, ignore any and all negativity in the world, your life will be amazing, awesome, and as incredible as it can possibly be. Here's the problem with toxic positivity. Ignoring, disregarding, or pretending that the negative doesn't happen or isn't real isn't realistic. That's not how the world works. There's going to be opposites. For the good, there's going to be the bad. There is yin and yang in everything that the universe involves. There's always paradox. There's always opposites. So you can't just have positivity without also having negativity. Positivity in this particular form turns anything that's not positive into an enemy, and that doesn't do any good for anybody. There's nothing quite as disempowering as pretending that bad things don't happen or treating the bad as though it's lesser. Because let's be honest, there are times when the bad things that happen spur good things. It's the predecessor, it's the precursor to something good coming your way. Non-toxic positivity is a creative force for self-care and self-improvement. And of course, this ties directly into self-awareness. The key to non-toxic positivity is in recognizing that it's not simply a thought or a feeling, that positivity in and of itself is a whole entire attitude. And it's something that you choose during any given situation or circumstance. And it's not just an either or. There are lots of times when having a situation occur, the positive or the negative don't appear immediately. Years ago, I came across the typical Monday morning on social media with everybody complaining about why things were terrible. It was so much negativity that it was almost physically painful to see how many people were lamenting the start of the work week or terrible things that happened over the weekend or expectations for things to be less than perfect or ideal or even good. And it got me to thinking, what if, Instead of adding to this, I share some positivity on a regular weekly basis. From there, I began Positivity, which I have now been writing about for over 10 years. I've written every single Monday on the topic of positivity. But as I've been working with positivity and exploring just what it is and isn't, I've come to realize that for a lot of people, the very word itself has been transmuted into something that it's not into something that's actually a negative because of attitudes people have developed regarding positivity specifically toxic positivity the power of positive thinking is this concept that if you think hard enough positively about the the universe around you you can make anything you want. It goes right alongside the idea of the law of attraction and conscious reality creation and manifestation. And while it's not wrong, you can, in fact, influence your experience via the power of positive thinking, it's not a solo act. What's more, and almost more importantly than this, you cannot have positivity without negativity. Toxic positivity completely denies the existence of negativity. It disregards it. It ignores it. It tells you, go ahead, put on blinders. Bad things don't happen. Because if you focus on bad things, your life will get bad. It'll get worse and you'll have nothing good. The premise that if you focus on negative, you bring negative to yourself is a decent premise. It's not wrong. You can't ignore negatives. You can't pretend bad things don't happen. Because they do. They're inevitable. They're unavoidable. That's the nature of life, the universe, and everything. There is going to be bad. Things you just don't want to see happen are going to happen to you or to people you care about. And it's inevitable. It's part of your experience as a human being. And this is why toxic positivity is toxic, because pretending like negatives don't exist or treating them as unimportant or lesser or bad don't help you. They disempower you. Negativity can be just as empowering as positivity, which I'll get into a little bit near the other side of this particular episode, but I want to talk more right now about the extremes. There are numerous extremes in this world, and we're all familiar with them. On one hand, positivity. On the other hand, negativity. On one hand, up. On the other hand, down. Other extremes you're probably familiar with include short and tall, fat and thin, black and white, dark and light, good and bad, happy and sad. I mean, take your pick. There are so, so many of these. And we often compare these extremes as opposite sides of a coin. Flip the coin, and on one side you've got plus, on the other side you've got minus. But the coin is the wrong analogy, and the reason for that is this. First and foremost, the diameter of a coin is not a proper measure of the space between any given extremes, not by any stretch of the imagination. There is so much color and gray shades between any given extremes that you need to take that into account when you're accounting for any of the extremes. What that means is that there is, instead of this narrow space of a coin, you're really looking more at a cylinder because a cylinder better represents the diameter of the space, the incredible breadth and depth of the space between any given extremes. Between good and bad, there are all kinds of different options. The same is true for up and down, the same is true for big and small, the same is true for positive and negative. The second thing to take into consideration here is that that cylinder isn't actually just a solid material like a coin. It's actually a flexible cylinder. And the reason for that is because sometimes the extremes shift. What you consider a plus might be a minus tomorrow. What you're focused on as a good thing might become a bad thing. An example I used recently was the author J.K. Rowling. As a huge plus, she inspired all sorts of kids to read and read more and, frankly, read better than a lot of what was out there for them. But in a huge minus, she's come out as a turf. She's a transphobic and something of an anti-Semite, as lots of different evidence has shown. And so this once- admirable human being has become somebody that most of us don't look very favorably upon at all anymore. That's what I'm talking about by the flexible cylinder, because the extremes and how we view either side can and will change. The other reason that I talk about this as a cylinder is because you are most likely not at either end of it. Whatever the extreme may be, for example, you may not be the tallest person on the planet or the shortest person on the planet. You fall somewhere in the middle. You might be towards one end of that extreme or the other. If you are only 3 foot 10, you are probably near the lower end of the height extreme. But if you're 7 foot 2, you're near the other side. But if, like me, you're 5 foot 6, you fall somewhere in the middle of this whole crazy thing. This is true of every given extreme you can think of, and that includes things like positivity and negativity. From that place in the middle, the main choice you have is which way do you face? Will you face towards the positive side or the negative side, the upside or the downside, the good side or the bad side? You have a choice, and you are empowered to make that choice and determine, do I look towards the positive in a given situation. That's the choice, and that's why toxic positivity is so dangerous, and toxic for that matter, because it denies you that choice. It claims that that's all you have is positivity or all you should have, and that's just not legitimate or useful because sometimes positivity coexists with negativity, and that's where non-toxic positivity comes into play. It recognizes that positivity is a choice. What's more, it's not just a pure choice that derails its opposite, but decides to take a generative versus a destructive approach to a given situation. When something bad happens, it doesn't mean that things all come crashing down and you've reached a necessary ending. Sometimes negativity can offer you choices that can empower you in ways that you never thought of. Before you know it, losing your job empowers you to go ahead and start your own damn business and the next thing you know instead of working for some random person who dictates your entire life when it comes to work you're your own boss and then you're making twice as much money as you made before and you have a better work life at balance and you're happier etc cetera, etc cetera. that's the idea a negative can spur an incredible positive a breakup can lead you to choose a better relationship next time. All sorts of things can come from the negative, And this is where toxic positivity can be so troublesome. You always have choices when something bad happens to you. But in the immediate time of that happening, it doesn't feel that way. That's because you're going to have a visceral reaction to whatever occurs. If you get dumped, if you get a Fired from your job, if you get into a car accident, if somebody tells you to go take a flying leap, that's not gonna produce a good reaction. And that visceral reaction that immediately occurs is not something that you control. It's just the results of whatever occurs. But not long after that immediate reaction, now you have a choice. You can choose from any of the following, and you might choose all of these along the way. You can accept and lament it, reject and lament it, accept and fight it, reject it and fight it, or give up and give in. There are all kinds of stories of success from people who had a bad thing happen to them, and instead of accepting and lamenting, they accepted and they fought it, or they rejected it and they fought, they made a choice and they made a choice to look towards the positive end of that flexible cylinder and say to themselves no this is not an ending this is an opportunity for a new beginning you always have this choice in your life it may not feel that way sometimes but that's what non-toxic positivity recognizes it recognizes that okay something bad happened But I can do something about it. I can make a new choice and I can change my life from this experience. You can make a better choice, a bigger choice. You can become stronger, faster, wiser, or whatever you choose as a result of looking towards the positive end of the spectrum after something negative has occurred. Non-toxic positivity works with, not against negativity by presenting potential and possibilities you can use to empower yourself. But it's a choice. Positivity in its toxic form takes away choice, and that's where it goes wrong. That's where it disempowers you. Because when you look at the world through rose-colored glasses or a Pollyanna attitude, you are not seeing reality for what it is, and you're taking away your own power. When you pretend that the world isn't what it is in ways that just don't seem logical for the sake of positivity, you're missing out. Because for all you know, by looking at that negative, you go, no, 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 no. That's not what I want at all. And you make a completely better decision based on that. You are empowered to do absolutely incredible things with the life you lead. That's why I'm always sharing self-awareness for everyone. That's why I write about positivity every week. That's why I share this podcast with you every week because I believe that all of us are empowered to be, have, and do more with these limited lives we have because as the unlimited energetic beings beneath these meat Popsicles, we call our bodies, we have the most incredible ability to consciously create reality. And a huge way of doing that is via applying non toxic positivity. All right, it is time to take a look at this week's applied guidance for mindfulness tool. This one's going to be a shade different, but I think they all are, so I don't know why I'm saying that. Take a moment and still your mind. I want you to look within yourself and see if there is anything that's bothering you or causing you distress in your life right here and now. And as you look at it, whatever it is, how does it make you feel? Are you feeling good or bad? Are you considering how it could get better or how it could get worse or just simply that it is? What direction are you facing on the spectrum between the extremes with regards to whatever this thing is that's eating away at you, that's sitting in your craw. So once you've analyzed this thing that's bothering you, how can you reframe it if your attitude towards it is not useful to you, if it's not empowering? What can you do with your thoughts, feelings, intentions, and actions to change how you're looking at whatever the stressor or bother that's sitting in your craw is? This is where mindfulness comes into play. You can choose actively, consciously, to face towards the positive end of the flexible cylinder regarding whatever this matter is, whatever this bother, this stressor is. You can choose consciously what way you're facing. Are you looking at it from a negative perspective or a positive perspective? And if you're at a neutral perspective, Would looking towards the positive perspective change it for the better? That's an applied guidance for mindfulness tool that you don't have to write down, but if you want to, that might be helpful for the future. This is also something that you can apply to any and every situation you encounter as you go about the days of your life. Thanks for joining me for this week's Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with the other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to email me at author at You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Honey. She is the talented and awesome creator of my cover art. Please take a moment to see her amazing art in her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn, at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com and my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you're discovering how self-awareness works hand in hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve not only your life experience, but potentially that of the people around you. Please be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste.